Well, hi, everybody. Dominic Mundy, Executive Director of NESPA, here with another edition of our New Depths podcast. Really excited today to be sitting down with uh, a member I actually haven't had a chance to speak with before, but who's an active and engaged part of NESPA and involved in a lot of our programs, has taken our education, and has been involved in our awards. Um, So I'm here today with Brian Siegel from North Star Pool Service. Uh, they've been around in the industry for over 20 years, and we're going to talk a little bit about a variety of things, how you got into the business and service and, and the season and um, things like that. So why don't we start with, hi, Brian. Sure. Hey, Dom. <laughs> um, tell me a little bit about how you got started or how North Star got started. I believe it was your dad's business first, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So he started. Um, so yeah, how'd, how'd that come yeah. about? Yeah. Before I start, I'd like to say just thanks for having me on here. It's oh, a great absolutely. opportunity. I really appreciate it. And uh, I'd also like to give you some kudos for pulling off the pool and spa show this year. <laughs> I know um, it's definitely challenging uh, circumstances, but uh, you guys did an awesome job and put out a really, a lot of really good content. Awesome. So I appreciate, appreciate it. No, it was really good. Thanks. Um, my start in the pool business was, yeah, through my father. Um, him and his partner had started the company. His name is uh, Bill. His partner's name was Rich. Mm-hmm. And uh, they actually started it as a side job. So they both had full-time jobs working for Verizon. At the time was Bell Atlantic, if you can <laughs> remember that. <laughs> back, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yep. Um, so they started working on pools on the side, basically, after work, evenings, weekends, uh, eventually they both retired, did pools full-time, and uh, my father retired first completely from pools and moved out of the area. Okay. After that, I had become partners with his former partner and then uh, eventually took over 100% ownership on my own. Oh, wow, great. Um, I'd been doing it ever since, I don't know, I remember helping my dad on pool jobs ever since I was like <laughs> probably 13 or 14 years old. Yeah. Um, one job, I actually remember it was near our house where we lived and I think we were replacing a return line or something like that. And, uh, we had to dig the trench. So I remember after school, I actually rode my bicycle to the customer's house and was like digging the trench. Right. So it was, That's, uh, <laughs> you'd probably still talk about that stuff. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But growing up, my dad had a service business in a totally unrelated industry. Mm-hmm. But I, we, we still talk about those, you know, 13, 14 year old summers sure. where I'd ride in. I don't know if I was working for him or just kind of, yeah, you, know, you, you need to take the boy today, but, yep. <laughs> but, yep. um, riding in those vans and, 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 and being in basements and doing stuff. So. Yep. Those fun memories. Yeah, I know how that goes. But now it's your show. Yeah, now yeah. it's your uh, yep. It's your company entirely. That's yep. that. That's great. So how many people are in, um, jet, you know, roughly speaking, employed by Northstar? In season, we'll have ten to twelve employees. Okay, great. Um, yeah, over over the off season, we keep three people uh, full time employed. Okay. Um, and yeah, a lot of those uh, memories of of being with my dad and stuff like that is a big part of the way that I still run the company today. Um, mm-hmm. just kind of running it by those same, same values and, um, carrying on that kind of name is, is important to me. On your website, when you first go to it, like the, the big image in the front says mm-hmm. your forever pool company. Mm-hmm. And, um, this is something like building lifelong relationships or whatever. And then I, you know, if you read through your about us page mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff, it's clear you have a strong emphasis on that side of the customer relationship, like mm-hmm. making sure, um, whatever, like that you can kind of service all their needs within, within the scope of what you do. Obviously. Sure. Sure. Um, do you have 
clients that go back? Like, do you have some really long-standing clients? That- we do actually. Um, we actually still service the client's pool. The one that I mentioned. The oh, really? Taking the return line. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, he has a super old pool. I feel like it's probably one of the oldest pools uh, in the town of Wyckoff. Sounds um, like he needs a renovation. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we do have a lot of of uh, long-term clients, and that's really cool. our goal. Our, our bread and butter is you know service, opening, closing, weekly valets, repairs. Um, we don't really do too much big renovation work. So our, our goal is that repeat customer. You know, that customer yeah. that we're going to have for five, ten, fifteen, twenty years. Um, yeah. That's how we're really going to make the most amount of money from that client. Yeah, yeah, the lifetime value of the customer yep. versus the one-time. Yep. Kind of thing. That and then if they're, you know, satisfied or ideally more than satisfied with our service, they're going to relay that same feeling to their friends and family that also have pools in the area. Do you, is, it, I guess it's true in a lot of businesses, but is referrals the biggest part of your sort of marketing, like making sure they're happy so they tell people? Is that where you get your most new business? From? Referrals was our biggest. I would say since last year, it's almost changed a little bit because yeah. I feel like people have the less less interaction, you know, they're not really out talking to the neighbors and all this stuff. So I feel like more and more people are going online. So recently we have put a stronger focus on, uh, online reviews, you know, uh, Facebook reviews, Google reviews, things like that. And that's yielding some return. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yep. Oh, good. Yep. Oh, that's it. That's, it's interesting because I hadn't, this is my favorite part about doing these is like these conversations where they go is like, I hadn't really thought about that, but it makes sense. People are using their pools more, but they're using them probably more with their immediate family or less socially. Yep. yep. Um, um, young, younger families or younger clients are a little bit different too. I feel like than some of the older ones that we have, they're just used to the technology and stuff. So they're sure. used to getting answers for things fast. So they're going to want to look up reviews on companies. They're going to want right. to kind of do their research. Whereas the more uh, old school customer, I would say right. they would just, you know, if their neighbor says this is the guy to use, that's the guy to use. No questions asked. Right. So it's a little bit different. So as, as you get more newer, younger customers, mm-hmm. right. That find you that way. And that's obviously, you know, the, the demographic shifts over mm-hmm. time and things like that. Do you, does any of that translate into how you manage manage the client then ongoing, right? Like are there different expectations you find from um, like that old school client who maybe they expect a certain thing. They want to see the presence. They want to know that you're there they, versus maybe a more tech savvy younger client who wants emailed reports and updates or, I, I, you know, is there a difference in how you manage the clients to keep Sure. Um, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I would say the older clients definitely like that, uh, either face to face interaction, which is often not possible now, or at least over the phone, they definitely appreciate, um, a phone call to explain what's going on, especially if there's any issues or whatnot. Um, whereas the younger tech savvy clients, uh, they really like the email reports and, they want things fast like Amazon. They, they just want an answer and they want it fast. They don't, uh, right. you know, they don't know a lot of the history of the company. So they don't, you know, care to ask about how's your dad or this or that. They, right. they just want their answer. They want it fixed and that's it. Right. So it's definitely a little bit different style dealing with the new people versus the, the older. Clients. That's one of those things you hear all the time, right? Like you're not selling against the pool company down the street. You're selling against Amazon, Google and Apple, right? Because Absolutely. those are the yep. companies that are setting customer expectations yep. across the board. Absolutely. Yeah. How to keep up. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so how about on the um, employee side? I mean, mm-hmm. I know you said you have three people you keep on year round. You obviously mm-hmm. have, have seasonal staff. Mm-hmm. Um, 
do you have some folks that have been with you for a while since your dad was, or, or have you sort of started to make the company, you know, your own? Um, no one's been around since my dad was involved. Um, my longest employee, I think this is his ninth season starting with me. Still a good time. Um, yeah. yeah. So, so he's, he's been with me for the longest. And, um, beyond that, I think I have a couple that's four or five years in. Yeah. Um, but basically when my dad and his partner was involved, they were basically the main guy. There was two teams and each of them was always there with one helper. So there wasn't yeah. really, um, employees that they had trusting to do work like I have right now. So right. it's definitely a, a different dynamic. And, and that's how a business evolves, right? Because it was yep. just the two of them, right? Starting it part time yeah. and then, and then growing it into what you have. Yep. Absolutely. Have yep. Hmm. So, so then how do you, I'm curious about, um, I've talked about this with everybody mm. we've interviewed for, uh, the train, the training side of it. You know, sure. we, we always talk a lot about, uh, how people educate their teams and, and, and what they do. I yep. know you've, you've sent folks here before you've attended programs here at, here yep. at Nespa, um, for a company, uh, your size, the type of work you're doing, your brand that you're trying to maintain as far mm -hmm. as service. Do you do some in-house stuff? Do you, do you rely a lot on, um, Nespa and, and Atlantic city show or are there other ways you're, you're doing, you're kind of keeping your team up to speed? Sure. So, uh, we do both definitely a combination of both. Okay. Um, Anything that's, you know, relevant to what we do as far as opportunities that you guys offer, definitely like to take advantage of it. Um, I know we've definitely attended or I've sent people to your, um, the, uh, rookie to all-star program a couple yeah, yeah. times and that's been really successful. Um, the show is also a great opportunity for new guys to bring them so they can really see how big the pool industry is. It's a like lot of people that are starting. They have no idea. They, they don't even know what they're getting into. <laughs> right, right. Um, and then as well as, um, in house stuff, we do a lot of training at our shop too. We'll have, uh, you know, put a pump on the table, tear it down, show to show how to change seals okay. or change the motor, things like that. Um, <laughs> and then on the job training as well, we usually have uh, an experienced technician with more paired up with more of an apprentice. So it's really their job to almost take the senior person's role. So then the senior right. person can continue to grow and expand beyond that. Yeah. Um, the technical training is almost the easy part of the company. I feel like, yeah. um, it's more so the personal skills, um, sure. and, and values that's really kind of difficult to teach and difficult to make sure that, that, that your team is representing the company in, in the way that, that I would yeah. like it to be. Yeah. Um, to train for that, we have weekly meetings, uh, and usually they're not technical based. They're usually about, um, you know, topics like integrity, honesty, um, communication, uh, yeah. accountability, uh, things like that. Um, right. those are really the driving factors that's going to differentiate, you know, my company from someone else's and also give them that experience that, they're looking for it's it's um uh it's important especially when you're trying to have a customer service based mm -hmm. organization because i think most people can relate to whether it's personally or someone close to that experience where you don't quite know what to do and so you uh you, you kind of make something up or you you kind of bend what happened you're, you're afraid mm -hmm. of upsetting the customer so you know you're well i'll tell them this even though like i don't know that like, i'll tell them i'll get there tuesday even though i can't get there till thursday but i just sure. want to like not be upset and and it, it does sort of take that reinforcement on both sides educating you know the team if it's thursday it's thursday mm -hmm. like you have to tell and, and then backing them up on the other side where if you get an angry call from the from the customer they know that 
you, you're going to back there, sure. back them if what they're doing is honest and, and with integrity. And sure. All. Sure. And that's, uh, that's part of one of my goals in, in the company is just to kind of give uh, a good name to the pool service industry. It kind of doesn't have the, the greatest reputation yeah. and, uh, just being accountable and being responsible. And if something does go awry or not according to plan, being able to communicate that and be upfront with the customer about it is, it's just changing the experience from, from yeah. what they're used to. We did, um, an interview with a service company out in Limerick PA mm-hmm. and they had a lot to say similarly about mm-hmm. constantly feeling that responsibility to not only make their brand as strong as possible, but to the industry, the brand of the industry mm-hmm. needs to constantly be reinforced that we're professionals and we're organized and we're trained and, and there's value there. And it's not just, definitely. Know, are there one polars in a truck? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's the exception, not the rule. That shouldn't be what we're all sure. sort of held against. Sure. Sure. Yeah. And, uh, there's nothing wrong with a, you know, one polar in a truck as long as he's professional and exactly. with integrity exactly. and, and educating exactly. his customers. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yep. It really comes when, uh, companies try to kind of spread themselves too thin, especially with service that they have, you know, too many pools that they can't really take the proper attention to detail, detail to each pool that that's where you kind of get right. into some shortcuts and some not so good service. And the industry gets a bad reputation. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let me ask you, uh, I'm going to shift gears okay. for, for a minute. Um, and we mentioned this when we were chatting before mm-hmm. we sat down here. Um, so May every year is drowning prevention month. And, mm-hmm. uh, service companies have a important role in aspects of pool safety because you're the, you're the people that are there all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. And, um, I've talked to industry groups before, um, had conversations offline about, you know, the, the pool has to be built to code, mm-hmm. but then in most cases, unless they also have a service arm, the builder, mm-hmm. the builder leaves, the homeowner takes ownership, right? And everything is, mm-hmm. is good, but then it's a system like anything else, right? So sure. covers break problems with filters, you know, um, anything that could happen, the service, uh, the service company is normally the one who's going to see all, even if, you know, you're just there to balance the water, but mm. are you always kind of, you treat you guys to always kind of look like, Hey, that diving board's loose mm-hmm. that, you know, there's a, that there's a screw missing on that, mm-hmm. um, plate. Like, how do you think about pools? How do you think about your company's work as it relates to the safety of the pool? Sure. The so I would say that every time that we service a pool, um, if it's a, a weekly customer, especially, yeah. it's almost like a, a mini pool inspection on every visit. Um, so we're not just, you know, splashing and dashing with chemicals, yeah. you know, testing the water, doing them heading out. Um, we're checking each piece of equipment, to make sure that it works. Um, we're doing a, a round on the pool, checking, you know, coping, making sure it's not loose or hollow. Okay. We're checking all our anchors for the safety covers, making sure they're flush. There's nothing that's going to prevent a tripping hazard. Sure. Um, we're grabbing, you know, handrails, shaking them, making sure that they're secure and that the anchors are okay. Um, right. things like that is, is our, our responsibility. And we, we do train on that. Um, okay. Good. as well as being preventative about things like that. Sometimes, um, you know, coping would be an example. You can right. start to kind of hear when it's starting to get a little bit hollow and say, Hey, eventually this is going to be an issue. It's going to get worse. Someone's going to go to pull themselves out of the pool and it's liable to come off that that's going to be a problem. So get people thinking about it ahead of time. Um, that way when all the coping has fallen off, they're not like surprised you right, know, that right. they know about it ahead of time and they can kind of plan for it or, exactly. or if, if, 
if I do this small fix now, it's fine. But if you yep. let it go, it could end up being a full replacement yep. later. And that kind um, of stuff. We train a lot on, on covers as well, you know, main drain covers, uh, okay. as far as making sure that they have the proper hardware, making sure that they're secure. Yeah. Um, any client that doesn't have VGB covers, it's residential. We definitely urge them to upgrade. Yeah. Um, as well as if we do change the cover, we store the date in our program so that when that expires, we have a task that you we need to go out and replace that. that cover again because it's so you have a lot of that automated in your we do yes system. oh good um, another thing that we do that is standard procedure in our company that I think helps uh, as far as drowning prevention and also just being responsible and accountable is every job we go to no matter what if it's an opening uh, a weekly an on-site estimate or whatever it's standard company procedure to always get a picture of the closed gates so that the customer knows when we left the property we closed all the possible entries to the pool area. Um, yeah. So whether they're home or not, they know that we're looking out for that and being accountable for that because that's one of the you know biggest things. You leave a pool, leave the gate open. Yeah, anybody could. Uh, no, that's. I mean, that's get in there and and that that's a huge peace of mind for them. Mm-hmm. It's it's a liability thing for you, right? So mm-hmm. that you, if something did happen, or if you know yep. the neighbor's kid opened the gate, you, yep. you know, um, and it's it's the the barrier around the pool is one of that's the first layer of protection, right? Like keeping sure. people that shouldn't be in the pool out kids, especially, um, from getting near the water in the, in the first place. Yep. Um, so that's, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Covers is a big one too. Safety covers. Um, yeah. they do have expiration dates, which is, is pretty interesting. I learned yeah. that, uh, not too long ago. And, uh, <laughs> that's a good thing to tell customers. They think that they last forever. Yeah. And, uh, again, being preventative, letting them know, Hey, you know, next one or two seasons, you're going to have to replace this thing so that that way they're going to be prepared. It's like, uh, um, anything I'm trying to think of other safety things mm-hmm. that, that, you know, they, they wear, it's like a fire extinguisher, right? Like you have a fire extinguisher in your, in yep. your kitchen, it's got a life on it and you see it there. But if you don't know that, you know, it's five years past expiration. No one uses it until yep. you need it. And then when you need it, oops, it doesn't work. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like in the whole point, if, if a safety cover doesn't keep someone safe because it's lost its integrity, mm-hmm. then it defeats yeah. the whole purpose. Yeah, exactly. There. And it's, huh. uh, it's our responsibility as a service company to, you know, keep, keep note of those things and yeah. relay that information to the customer. Uh, and then, you know, it's ultimately their choice if they want to replace it this year, next year or, or right. whatever. But I think that's it. I think that's it. Interesting that you do that. And I think I, I, uh, you know, w- one of the things I always do is like stuff that comes out, like I'll, you, I'll say, you'll hear in an upcoming one of these, mm. I'll say splash and dash at some point. <laughs> That's the first okay. time I, I heard that. I was like, Oh, okay. I'll, I'll end up using that in my vocabulary. Um, I think the fact that you, you take so much of that, uh, on as a service company in a professional way and say, you know, it's, it's, if we're on site with the pool. It's our responsibility to make sure we document this mm-hmm. stuff. And, and you sounds like you do it in a way where you're not assuming liability, rather you're just communicating to the homeowner sure. these are the things and really you're managing your liability because sure. as long as you're notifying them all along the way of these conditions, it doesn't come back on, it doesn't come back on you. But at the same time, you're also probably upselling some work. You're probably yep. keeping them happy that this is where those referrals come from when yep. they can talk to their neighbors yep. again yeah. because of those extra, extra touches. Yep. Yeah. Documentation, uh, is key, um, documentation and communication, uh, especially when it comes to covers and drains and things like that. Cause we yeah. can't, um, you know, force a customer to spend the money to replace a worn out cover. We can definitely highly recommend it to them. Um, but ultimately if they 
choose not to replace it, uh, we do have templates uh, of letters, you know, that say this is a dangerous situation and you've chose to, you know, neglect it. Yeah. Um, so that way they know how serious the matter is. And then ultimately it's in their hands uh, what they what they choose to do with it. And it is right. It's it's one of those we're talking about drowning prevention, May's drowning mm-hmm. prevention month. It is a legitimate thing, and, and, and that a, a should be a concern of every homeowner. That doesn't have to be a problem. There's so many things you can do to keep your pool safe, mm-hmm. and I, I think the biggest problem comes when customers, pool owners, just choose to neglect a lot of those. Sure, a lot of those concerns. At least with backyard pools, obviously, yep. there's other, you know, issues with um, with drowning. So, um, well, that's that's all. Um, Really, I mean, you, it sounds like you've got a great business, and it's really interesting how you manage your your people. I'm sure. Again, this is we're talking to other mm-hmm. people in the industry, right? Sure. And what I always hear is, we get you know, the, the education, formal education is great, mm-hmm. but sometimes just hearing how people run their business and how they you you garner a lot of like, oh, I could do that, or oh, I do that too, yep. and, and and whatnot. Um, so, where can folks who might not have ever met or met you or heard of North Star? Um, Check you out, like your website, social media sites. What do you um, got going yeah, on? Yeah, our, our website would be the best thing to check out. It's uh, www.northstarpoolsnj.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's links to social media on there. We have uh, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, mm-hmm. No YouTube videos yet, but maybe in the future. Uh, you're going to have to start a channel <laughs> so you can share this one yeah. Um, yeah. as your first video. But no, things like this are great. Podcasts, and uh, that's yeah. one of the best parts about the pool show. Is besides, um, you know, the educational opportunities to learn technical stuff, is just talking to yeah. other people in the business. That's where uh, you really learn some of those little little tidbits of gold that really right. can totally change the way that sometimes that, that it's that just that, that little thing. The yep. analogy I Definitely. I used with um, uh, the last conversation was about a sports team that, like, when you're starting out, every practice is leaps and bounds better. But mm-hmm. you know the the highest performing, you know, the 96 bulls still practiced every day. Mm-hmm. Did you get just, just that little thing yep. to reinforce that thing? And, and you're right. Sometimes when you're going into the show and I've noticed that this year, we've found a lot of ways to deliver educational content mm-hmm. and people have been very, you, you were very complimentary. Mm-hmm. People have been very grateful for that. We're starting to get people back in the classroom. Um, but people are desperate to get back to the associating part yeah. of being part of an association, Definitely. hallway conversations, coffee breaks in between classes and just, that that connection to other folks is really is really lost, and, and it, we're we're getting back to that. Sure, fortunately, yeah. Even the uh, the option to you know message on the platform while something was going on was helpful because then people yeah. can kind of put their comments, and then you learn what other people are thinking. Yeah, and um, I think the industry as a whole is definitely adapting more of a learner's mindset um, with podcasts and things like that. Uh, that's one of the things I actually I really. Agree. That's one of the things I enjoy about the industry is. No matter how much you think you know, you, you don't know it all. And no, things no change, way. right? Absolutely. Things yeah. change. There's always new things to learn. Um, you can always bring yourself to another level, just like you said, try and get that that little bit better than you were the year before yeah. or the day before. Exactly. So that's uh, pretty fun and exciting to always be able to learn something new. Well, now instead of just listening to podcasts, you can say you've been on a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's pretty <laughs> you cool. Can share, you can, instead of sharing and listen to this, you can say, listen to me. Yeah. When you send it to your, your friends and colleagues. Yeah, no, that's great. Yeah. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, Brian, thanks so much for coming in. This is, part, this is a great conversation. Again, like I said, every time I do one of these, I feel like this is my education in the pool industry because I'm not from the pool industry, right? Sure, I run the association sure. and, and every one of these has just led to, uh, something new, something interesting, some, some new way to, to talk about things or a better way to approach the next, um, 
the next conversation. So thanks for coming down to the office today um, from Bergen County, right? Yep. That's where you're at. Yep. Um, so you got that North Jersey, that North Jersey market. Yes. Yep. Nice. Um, so again, Brian Siegel, uh, North Star Pool Service, uh, NESPA Service Award winner the last two years, including this year with a silver award. Congratulations on Thank that. You. Thank um, you. Thank you. He was a 30 under 30 with Pool Pro Magazine, I believe, right? Yep. Um, and a great guy. I'm glad we got to, yeah, I'm glad we got to talk. So. Appreciate it. Me too. So uh, thanks, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you at the next one.